What's up, Cloud Gamers? Welcome to another episode of CGX Cast, episode number 10. It's crazy how we're already at 10 episodes, but um, just want to give a shout out real quick. I know some of you guys have not seen me on this channel for, for a week's time, and if you guys didn't know, there's been a fire here by where I live, and I've had to evacuate and stay with family members so chief has been holding it down with the video so that's what you guys have been seeing and like i was talking to the panel before we started i'm kind of lost because i haven't been following a lot that's been going in cloud gaming space um but i think these guys here are very informative and knowledgeable so they should be able to have some good insight into what's going on so we're going to get started with the Google Stadia news, um, but before we do so, we're going to introduce the members of the panel. We're running a little low today with just five of us in total, but hey, that's okay. I think we can hold it down. So to get started, Duncan, how are you, sir? What have you been doing? What have you been playing? What platform have you been using? I have been playing a load of games on basically everything you can think of. So I've played a bit of PlayStation, played a bit of Xbox, played a bit of Stadia, played a bit of uh, Shadow for a bit, if I could get onto it, because I think we're, we're going to touch on that later, because a couple of us have had some issues with that. Right. But uh, I've been playing a lot of Avengers, and I've got some tennis on in the background there, uh, which I've been messing about with. But I've had a, I've had a good week thing. Nice. Um, Cool. Good to hear. Good to hear. How about you, Walt? What have you been up to? What have you been playing? What platform? So I've been playing on Game Pass via the Shadow. I've been playing um, Dark Crystal Age of Resistance, which mm. is a really cool game. So it's a strategic game RPG, which is based off the Jim Henderson's um, Puppeteer movie based in the mm. 80s and sort of on the same Netflix production as well. So you, you play sort of like Elflands, trying to push back the evil Skeksis to save the crystal of Thraw. And it's, you know, you, you get characters and you move them around in the tiles with special abilities you usually see in games like sort of like, you know, healer, attacker, you know, tank. And you just progress through like 50 levels. But I've been really enjoying it because it's like a twisted fairy tale and the yeah. sound's beautiful and it looks gorgeous. Nice. That's awesome. Might have to give that a go and take a look at that for sure. How about you, Jerry? What have you been playing? What platform and how have you been doing, sir? Hey, I've been doing good. And um, mostly Avengers. And I've been playing that on Shadow or Maximum Settings when I'm using a cloud service. And of course, uh, we got that to GeForce now last night. So I've been strictly playing it uh, over there since then uh, today. But uh, other than that, um, again, GeForce now for Rogue Company. It's really easy to, to run on there and, and play real quick. So that's about all I've had time for uh, this week is Avengers and some Rogue Company, um, Shadow and GeForce Now. Nice. You still playing Rogue? Yeah, every now and then. I mean, if you get the itch, you know, you got right. right. to jump on. It's it's only usually for one or two games, though, you know, three rounds or six, and then, and then I go on to something else. Yeah. It's a good game, but it didn't stick with me as hardcore as something like going back to duty every other day and stuff like that. But Right. Okay, cool. And you, Ben, how have you been, sir? What have you been playing? What platform? Uh, yeah, I've been playing. Sorry, yeah, I'm at the I'm at the pool. I got screaming kids. Yeah, <laughs> um, uh, yeah I've been playing uh, the Tony Hawk. 
Oh, he cut out. <laughs> this way, Tony Hawk, in, pro skater. Yeah. <laughs> if he comes back in, we'll. Which get is back also in. really good. It's a great game. It's a great game. All right, so we're going to get right into this a lot. Again, you guys see with the title some of the stuff that we're going to be covering. Ubisoft had an awesome, I would call it awesome. All right, here comes Ben. Let's uh, give him a little bit. Then we'll get back to him, actually. But let's talk about this Ubisoft Forward event. Um, it's kind of interesting because people were giving Google Stadia a lot of flack because every Tuesday at, let's say, 9 a.m., right, they have uh, a segment to where they give us the news for Stadia for the week. And people are like, oh, Stadium is Tuesday, what's going on, da, 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 da. And then the Ubisoft event happened, and then they released a statement letting us know the Stadium News update. And boy, oh boy, uh, did we get some pretty cool stuff from Stadia at this event. And I have to say, this is the first time we saw Phil Harrison since I don't know how long, right? And this feels pretty good to see, man. You should make more appearances. But just want to talk to these guys about um, just to show this event. Overall, we're going to get a grade for this event. But then we're also going to talk about the stadium news that came from this event. And to get started, uh, Jerry, what's your take on this event? And hold well, actually, before you do that, sorry, let's get Ben in here and just get an update with him and how he's been doing and what game he's been playing. So, Ben, sorry, can you hear us? Yeah, sorry. I don't know what happened. I must have lost my connection. Uh, no, you good. I've been playing uh, mainly Tony Hawk's Pro Skater Remastered on okay. Shadow. Yeah. And uh, a little bit of Fallen Order. Cool. Okay. And you've been doing pretty good with the daughter and all that? Oh, yeah. No, we're just at a pool right now, and I totally lost track of time. <laughs> <laughs> You're good. Cool, cool. All right. So we're just going to... Uh, were you able to hear what we were talking about with the Google Stadia segment we're about to go into now? Yeah, the Ubisoft Forward. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I watched that this week. Cool, cool. All right, we'll get to Jerry. Jerry, what's your thought on this event? How would you grade it overall? Um, so I didn't get to watch the event live, but I went back and checked out all the like the highlight trailers and all the different things from the event and the Stadia announcements. And... At least finally, I was happy to see, and I figured with fall coming, as games get announced, Stadia is going to be included, and they're either going to be at the same time, or they're going to be timed exclusives or whatever they are. So um, Scott Pilgrim was one that was pretty funny, because I was just talking to a group of friends about that game. If anybody doesn't know, Scott Pilgrim was on Xbox 360, and I don't know what other platforms. And then it was a digital-only arcade game, and when they pulled it from the store... That was it. You you yeah. couldn't get it anymore. Yeah. So there's actually a quite a little cult following for this game that's just clamoring to get their hands on that. And so the fact that you're going to be able to play that, especially on Stadia, and I think it's probably going to run really well there, was was pretty exciting uh, right. to see for sure. Um, what's the um, Phoenix Rising? So I saw gameplay of this game all over the place, not just for Stadia, but for Switch and for everything. And the funny thing about the uh, all the Switch content I watched was it's so compared to Zelda Breath of the Wild, but in a good way. Nobody was complaining. It had like um, the demos they were playing had their own feel. 
and 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 characteristics and it wasn't like a zelda ripoff or anything but the 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 art design and the open world and the climbing all the surfaces and just little things really gave it that feel which i'm kind of excited for because i like the look of this game so it was a game not on my radar at all and now i absolutely can't wait to get my hands on it and play it's just a matter of where am i going to play it but right so what, what's your take on Stadia team just being really aggressive with, you know, this game and trying to get, you know, early access to, I I believe, the demo and um, trying to get this on Google Stadia to begin with? Do you think that's a good move for them? What's, what's your take on, on Oh, yeah, for sure. This, because this, this game is going to be really popular and is going to be on all kinds of platforms. And if this was just another podcast where we were discussing Stadia not getting a super hyped game <laughs> it would be really right. upsetting so it's right. it's all positive news news for that definitely and it's a game that i think stadia needs and i think it'll it, it's going to do well for them right okay good good awesome so what's your take on this whole uh this whole event how would you grade it and uh just google stadia's approach to trying to get you know some exclusive content out of Ubisoft with this event. so i went in to this event with expectations thinking i'm going to see you play plus you no know, mm. so i can sort of Great. work out how i'm going to do i want to buy games or do i want to join a subscription but right. overall when it didn't appear i still think that it was a good um, event i'd give it like right. six out of ten there was like three games that i was really happy or four games i was really happy to see i was happy to see some footage of prince of persia i'm a big right. fan of sander time time um, I love the idea of Immortals Phoenix Rise, and I'm a big, huge fan of Zelda game S games. And when I look right. at it, I think, of course, yeah, Breath of the Wild meets <laughs> God of War meets yeah. I know Assassin's Creed Odyssey. You know, going around killing gorgons and harpies and minotaurs. I just think that's a game that I just want to start off and go anywhere. I don't want the game to hold my hand. I just want to pick a point and move around. And I thought to myself, that is something I can really sink my teeth into. And right. then, of course, moving through Watch Dogs and really enjoying Watch Dogs was, mm. you know, I'm really hyped for that game. And it's a shame they didn't push it forward, but just having a little sneak peek at it a bit more is getting me all excited for it. Cool, cool. Awesome. How about you, Duncan? What's your take on this event and how it relates to Google Stadia? Okay. Uh, <laughs> since <laughs> I may have hinted this on uh, Twitter here, uh, I think it was a good event for Ubisoft. I would give it a B plus sort of uh, rating. Uh, we're going for that. Uh, Seven, eight, eight, and ten. I really enjoyed it. I love Ubisoft as a platform holder. Uh, oh, basically, all the games I want to give a go for, for a Stadia perspective. I think we all got uh, carried away because the Lord Almighty Himself, uh, Phil, uh, made a made a made an appearance, and we yeah. just got completely taken away. What are we celebrating here? Stadia is getting a demo, and Stadia is finally getting a pre-order. I think we're just getting. <laughs> if you just put it in layman's terms, that is right. what everybody is getting hyped up about. Yeah. What we are forgetting about uh, during the Ubisoft conference, from a Stadia perspective. Uh, uh, I don't want to say it because I'm the one who unfortunately coined the term. Uh, Logo Gate uh, made its way again, but because of Phil making his appearance, we skipped over that. The updates to uh, Ghost Recon 
and it was a ghost recon. The Division 2 was definitely in this because there was no Stadia yeah. logo uh, with the new update to it. So people will think, oh, Stadia's not, that's, that's not on Stadia, and that's arguably Stadia's probably showcase game at the moment. There right. was no logo on that. So from a Stadia perspective, I would actually give this a, a C-plus sort of thing. I think we're, we've, we've just been uh, overwhelmed for actually seeing Phil for the first time in about a year. And uh, and we've just got ahead of ourselves. Mm. So, and again, we've got all this news coming out from PAX here as well. And uh, sorry, I'm just getting stuff here. And um, Borderlands 3 is getting an update, but it's not getting an update for Stadia. It's getting uh, updated to 4K60. Uh, and if you're not aware, on Stadia, it's only 4K30. So the next gen versions are getting the bumps here. So Stadia is taking it's one of these ones the game where they're taking a step forward but they're also taking two steps back and it's there's no joined up sort of thinking again hmm. yeah <laughs> it's it's interesting here you take i i have something i want to say about stadia too with this event but i'm gonna wait till everyone else goes uh but ben let's hear from you what's your take on this event how would you grade it and how do you think stadia did in this event Oh uh, yeah, I mean it was really cool seeing Phil Harrison for the first time in months. Um, right. I, I I get that. I, I got super excited and nerded out for <laughs> apparently no reason because <laughs> he really didn't do much. Right. Um, I agree with Duncan. It was really cool to see a demo coming our way, um, an exclusive demo that nobody else is getting for Immortals, yeah. um, for Phoenix Rising. Right. Um, that'll be really cool. I'll probably play that demo. I don't know if I'll actually buy the game. Maybe the demo will change my mind. Um, overall, I'd say it's like a six out of ten. Um, okay. the, the general grade for it uh, did, didn't really meet the expectations I was looking for. I will say, biggest thing for me that I got out of that was I discovered Stormzy. I'd never heard of him before. I've been listening to him all week. Really like his music now because uh, <laughs> he was in Watch Dogs Legions with that uh, that mission and that, that video. So that was pretty cool. Uh, I had a couple people on the Discord that told me how, how his music is pretty awesome. He got me listening. Right. Right. Okay. Cool, cool. So just to give my take on this event and Google Stadia's uh, appearance at this event. So I thought that I, I would rate this event around 7, 8 out of 10. Uh, I thought it was a good showing from Ubisoft. Yeah, it's so interesting because like people are really hyping up Phoenix Rising. And I would say approach this game with a lot of caution. The reason I say this is because this game was scheduled to come out a lot sooner than it is, right? And so when they showed this game off, right, this was when Ubisoft was showcasing mm -hmm. Ghost Recon Breakpoint. They were showcasing... Um, the Rainbow Six Quarantine, right? They had a portfolio of games that was supposed to come out, and this game was in like one of the highlights games. I don't know if you guys saw what happened after that showcase, right? The financial report came back with the performance of Breakpoint, and they were like, oh, shoot, we need to delay some of our games. We need to work on some of our games. So I was watching this game and I was like, something seems off with this game. The, if you look at the fighting, right, it doesn't feel right. I don't know if you guys witnessed and noticed that as well. First of all, if you look at the damage, right, it looks like something you'll see 
from like a MMORPG, like low numbers go high. Think about like the division, think about like their uh, game to service type of games, the division, uh, Ghost Recon Breakpoint. My, t- my take, my thing with Phoenix Horizons, that game was supposed to be a game game to service type of game, right? But they, they saw with the flack that they got with Breakpoint and the financial report that they kind of changed that game last minute. And if you know anything about like development cycles when it comes to games, that is not good. And so my thing is Google, I, I believe Stadia approached them to kind of get like an exclusive content or, or thin with this game. And that's why they get this demo. But I feel like Stadia probably paid a hefty price. So I'm just warning you guys with this game. I'm happy, right, that it's actually coming out. But approach it with caution because I don't think this was the game that they intended it to be. And I think last minute they made some changes. And I think that's why it looks like, if you look at the trailer they showed, sorry if I'm taking too long to rant on this, but it looks just like Breath of the Wild. You see him climbing, you see him gliding. The story is pretty similar. There's a final boss, which was Gandalf in Breath of the Wild, and you have to do all these things. And then the last thing is you go fight this boss. I mean, it's just like copy and paste with grit Greek mythology put into it. It's not original. And I think they you know, saw that was the formula that worked and they tried to approach it. My thing is just approach this game with caution. I see a lot of people really excited for it. I'm like, I'm seeing people getting excited because like Stadia is getting, you know, some exclusive content. But I believe Google Stadia is bailing this game out and they probably paid money to get that exclusive. But I think it's money that will be self-needed to actually make this game happen. So that's my take. Don't want to sit here and ramble on and off with this. But with this mindset panel, what are your thoughts on this? Do you think this game has potential to be like the next Breath of the Wild that you know Google Stadia needs? Or do you feel like... Google Stadia kind of paid for a broken game overall. Jerry, what's the take on this? That's, I mean, that's a really interesting way to look at it because I've watched a ton of right. gameplay or the demos, and uh, I don't think we're gonna really have the answer until, of course, every a more amount of people get their hands on it and actually see what it's like to play the game for hours and hours and hours. Um, I mean, I don't love everything about Breath of the Wild either, but it is an amazing game. So I, they definitely had to change direction, and they definitely delayed a ton of games after Breakpoint. Um, hugely disappointed after playing Wildlands for so long when Breakpoint came right. out. It just was not, was not my thing. I'm going to try to stay positive and have faith that they did all that. They better not. They just, they, they better not anthem it because (laughs) so many people are burned from like that game and other ones. And it wasn't just that one. There was about a year, at least a year. And I know there's years of bad games coming up, but that year of anthem and and the months before game after game, after game, disappointing rushed feels in beta and horrible so i'm hoping we don't this quickly slip back into that so i did like a lot of what i saw everything you said is true though so i mean i approach every game with caution anyway after 34 years of playing a bunch of bombs but 
yeah, I, I'm going to hold hope that they didn't do all, that. They're not doing all these delays. Same thing with watchdogs. It got delayed big time too. Yeah. And we're finally getting it. I'm just, and it looks awesome. So I'm just going to hope that mm-hmm. they don't do it, but they might, yeah. they might anthem us. Yeah. You never know. True. Just uh, back to what you were saying. I, I guess like the change that they made, this was originally supposed to be an anthem type of game. And I think probably watchdog legion was too and that's why we saw that delay and now they're switching the narrative to be more story focused which is good i think that's what people want instead of all this you know the division destiny type of looter games they have loot in this game which i find interesting too but anyway just it's kind of simplified more than than others true true holtz what's your take on this I am that positive I clicked pre-order. I have faith in this game and it doesn't Good. bother me if Stadia bought them and it doesn't bother me if it's a copy and paste of Breath of the Wild, meaning like you've got four areas, four bosses, and you sort of progress to the end location. It doesn't bother me that the underworld looks exactly like the shrines. I love puzzles as long as they're not yeah. too hard, but I love yeah. it. I love you know progressing with certain weapons. Right. I love defeating all the Greek mythology. I hope there's more you know, demigods, I want Hercules, I want Achilles, I want Perseus, I want to go around killing them all, just like God of War style. And right. a lot of people complained about Darksiders sort of being Zelda-esque years ago, but I played that game, stuck by it, flew around with me wings, me boomerang, me bombs, and I really loved it. So I'm happy to have a similar game exactly like it. Can't yeah. rinse and repeat. I'll happy yeah. as long as it's on a cloud service. Cool. And it looks beautiful, and I bet him with the soundtrack's going to be amazing. Yeah. And Maybe we should stop away and stop comparing games because I've been saying at the last podcast, oh, it's like Breath of the Wild. It's like Breath of the Wild. But yeah. all Breath of the Wild is is an open world, isn't it, really? That you can just go and explore. So, yeah. You can't. So maybe Zelda copied Satan stuff as well. So I have no hatred towards Immortals for doing something similar. True, true. Good take. Good point. Duncan, what's your take on this? I think it's like Assassin's Creed. No, I'm just joking there. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Uh, I uh, I am not hitting pre-order because I'm hoping that G Play Plus is coming. It's going to be one of my. Uh, uh, it's on my list to get. I will be getting it if G Play Plus comes. If not, I will wait because it's too soon after the two other Ubisoft games and mm. uh, Assassin's Creed and Watch Dogs. Up, I know I would still be playing them, and I'm not going to be paying full price for that game where you can actually start getting it cheaper already on Amazon. It's a, it's £10 cheaper, or £10, $10. It's £10 and $10 cheaper if you buy physical or digitally on other platforms. So I'm going to be holding off on it, even though I think it looks really cool and it's actually getting a load of brave good reviews with hands-ons. And, yeah, I, I'm going to be getting it. It's when I'm going to be getting it is the question. Mm. True, yeah, there again, Ubisoft has a packed list of portfolio of games coming, which again, with Watch Dogs, with Assassin's uh, Creed Valhalla, and now this game in December, too. A lot of great Ubisoft titles coming, so it's a matter of like when are you going to pick this one up? Cool, cool. How about you, Ben? What's your take on this? Yeah, I mean, I'm kind of in a similar boat. I- the, the, the one big thing is I'm worried about it being with all the next-gen consoles coming out of this looking like a previous-gen console game, and people just kind of being see he's got the demo. How effective is that going to be in bringing people into cloud gaming? Uh, 
on top of that, with you know, Jim Stadia and other people uncovering and nine to five people uncovering codes saying, like, "What's well, coming? What's the what's the logic behind buying that? And you can just get a subscription that'll cover it." Right. Um, I mean, some of those guys are finding all this code that says it's coming. So you right. know, right? Maybe you know, I'll, I'll wait and see. I'm not not convinced, but yeah. the the game does look like a lot of fun. Yeah. Graphically, you know, we'll see. True. Okay. Cool, cool. I know you got the Kato bag there. <laughs> but so overall, again, I I see mixed. I guess like I'm the only one mixed, but I think people are, like Duncan was saying, the hands-on impression has been quite positive. My thing is, again, just go at this with caution, but I hope, right, it'll be pretty cool if this comes out and it's great. And again, the good part is if Google did pay for those exclusive rights and first um, with the demo, then that's going to just bring more attention to, to Stadius overall some positive might come out of this for Stadia. Um, I do want to know, though, there are other games that was announced with the bike riding down the hill game. I think that game right there has my interest more than anything else that was showcased there. But any other games from the Ubisoft title and Stadia is getting pretty much most, I would say, if not all of those games that was announced. But any other games catch your attention from this event that's coming to Stadia. We'll start off with you, Holtz. What's your take? Well, you just mentioned Riders Republic, and yeah, I've seen that, right. and I thought to myself, that game just looks chaotically fun. 50 right. players going down a hill. I just love games like SSX Tricky or, you know, Tony Hawk's where I can do stunts. I might not be very good at them these days, but I thought to myself, I just want to go around that mountain and find exactly <laughs> what, what I'm looking for. I want to go to a peak and ride downhill. I want to race with friends. I want to go in jumpsuits, jetpacks. I want to do it all. So when I saw it, I thought to myself, this is a game that I didn't expect to come out, but I thought this is a game that I need. So I was really, I was really impressed with it. Cool. Yeah, the game looks really awesome. How about you, Jerry? What's your take on the games that was announced? Oh, I'm dying to hear what Duncan has to say about this. <laughs> but yeah, it's 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 the same as as Holtz. That was the only other game I was going to really really mention, and then I I saw that here as well, the Riders Republic. And um, this isn't an exact comparison, but uh, I was a huge fan of the Pilot Wings games uh, back in the day, and just being able to do like hand gliding and and flying all kinds of different stuff you could do there so this didn't necessarily remind me of that but i think like the feeling of of it like imagine if you had like 50 people all skydiving on pilot wings trying to land in that same little spot or something you know it would be crazy so uh this this was like holt said a game that i hadn't really seen anything on maybe i missed it um but as soon as i saw it i was like yeah i definitely would check that out it's definitely something i could get into especially when i saw what was the guy in like a chicken costume or something he falls off the bike and breaks his arms i'm in as soon as someone's wearing a costume riding a bike down a hill i'm in right <laughs> How about you, Duncan? What's your take on the games that was announced? Okay, here we go. Uh, I think we're probably going to touch on this uh, slightly later when we get into the xCloud uh, yeah. sort of uh, section where we'll start talking about right. Xboxes. Uh, this game uh, actually picked my eyebrows up. Uh, yeah, I'm very, very interested in this mm. game. However, as we're seeing over the last couple of days, we're starting to get the Xbox series x specs and playstation 5 what what the games are going to be running for or what they're going to be running will be 4k 60 and all that 
this game, I've actually got the press release here in front of me. I'm actually being prepared. Isn't that shocking for everybody? <laughs> Riders Republic will display more than 50 players on next generations consoles and PCs and more than 20 players on current generation consoles. Mm. Can you see where my point is going here? Go ahead, break it down, Duncan. <laughs> what is Stadia? Is Stadia next generation or are they current gen? Great question. According to my copyright strike, they are current generation now. Mm. So, <laughs> I can tell you that from the two or three emails I got trying to talk about certain things I can't even freaking mention for whatever reason that everyone else can. So, yeah, it's they are definitely current gen as far as I know. So what, so, what do you think, Duncan? Do you, do you feel like the current gen and next gen? I think they're current gen, and this is going to. I think. I think we're going to talk about this a bit more later. But I, I, I'm just seeing. We're seeing the positive stuff of Stadia at the moment. You're getting out in front of things. You're being a bit more proactive in social media, sort of. Uh, after getting shouted at earlier in the week, they're starting to promote things. There's even yeah. today they've got the the wee animation. I can't even say it. I'm half asleep here tonight. And we've got the game announcement there tonight for Risk of Rain Two. They've actually announced it. They've been out proactive. Uh, that has been confirmed, and Stadia is actually getting a new devil. Uh, first on Stadia, so they're flashing a bit of cash there. My concern is now, are they going to get the bump in line with the next gen of, gen of consoles, or are they going to be current gen? It's right. it's it's starting to become a worry because Borderlands 3 has just announced that uh, they're up in their specs for next gen, 4K 60. What's on Stadia? 4K 30. We're mm. Is Stadia going to start getting left behind because they're not next gen? That, that is maybe a broader point we need yeah. to go. And this, this, this is what actually I picked up on after I seen this. This is why I'm not as hyped up from from a Stadia perspective uh, from the Ubisoft conference, or one of the reasons why. That makes sense. So I, I guess your concern is these games that are coming, right? Is are is Google Stadia going to get like the next gen? version of this game and that's that's a great argument to have what are they are they next gen or are they you know still with current gen specs and again this is where google pr they just need to come out and say what they are right are they we've heard rumors and speculation of a gen 2 when is that coming out clear communication can really help I know a game that I'm dying to see come next gen is NBA 2K21. I know PlayStation 4 is going to get the next gen of that. What's going to happen with Google City? We're going to see the next gen version of that game. Again, great questions to be asking. But yeah, this this is a really good point for sure. So we're going to check in with Ben. What's your, what's your take on, on these games? Um, any of them like have your attention... Any of them are you excited to really play? What's your take? Well, I'll I'll say that the uh, Riders Republic was an unexpected surprise. I thought that game looked more fun than any other game that I saw. Um, I will say to Jerry's point, I, my speculation, and again, this is just purely speculation. I think they're they're quickly hushing any reason of calling them Gen Two because I think that in November, as soon as their first year anniversary hits, they're gonna. Automat, they're going to roll out Gen 2. That's coming right around the corner. And for a PR stunt, they got to keep everybody quiet. So they don't want anybody speculating out loud. They don't want anybody talking about it. I think as soon as that hits, they've already 
and Jin Jin Jin. So they they are being ridiculously quiet about it, and I right. think that's why. Um, and being that that's just a month and a half away, um, we're almost there. There's no reason to not speculate on that. Getting copyright strikes, but then saying, "Don't talk about that. Don't talk about that. That's not real. That's not real." Right. Uh, so, with, with with that being said, that speculation out there, um, I assume that Stadia is going to get the Gen Two version of that, and this is going to be like a grid race, chaos, like the chaoticness of grid mixed with the downhill style of Trials Rising and the art style of the crew. I think that's going to be an awesome game to play on Stadia. Right. Um, it's just going to be so much fun, so much just hecticness, and you know, throw a little, throw some crowd play in there, and it's just going to be just ridiculous. Ridiculous. That's a really great point, Ben. Really didn't think about Stadia one year official anniversary coming up, and how you know they can use that to potentially announce right Gen two. That's that's really interesting. Really appreciate that insight, bro. It's cool. Cool. All right. So those were the games that was announced. Uh, and again, I think I would rate this a 7 out of 10. Um, but I just want to move to the next segment. And this should be here day one. But again, kudos for them to get this. I know, again, people who watch us think we hate stating. We always bash them. We don't. Again, we love all of these platforms and services, and we want them to just do the best that they can. But pre-orders is a thing that is officially now available for Google Stadia. Two games that you can pre-order right now, Hitman 3 and Phoenix Rising. So just wanted to talk to the panel. Have you guys actually pre-ordered the game? Are you guys excited about Google Stadia finally getting pre-orders? I know when the Switch came out, uh, I, from what I remember, correct me if I'm wrong, in the show on the panel, Switch didn't have pre-order right away. Um, and they eventually got it. So I guess we can give Google Stadia that slack and say, hey, you know, um, Switch didn't have it from the get-go as well. But just want to know, uh, what's your take on pre-orders? Have you guys used this feature? Are you guys excited about it? Do you think they should add more games to it? Let's start with Holt. What's your take on Stadia game pre-orders? Well, I welcomed it. I wanted it faster for all my games. I know a lot of people say it's useless pre-orders and digital games, but to me, pre-ordering gives me the flexibility on my wallet. So when I see a game and I've, I like, I sort of just buy it. And I can always refund it over time, I guess. But it yeah. sort of just helps me sort of plan how I actually want my year to play out. So at the moment with Stadia, I've I've owned now um, Beyond Light, which is and um, that was the first one, wasn't it? And now I own Immortals: Phoenix Rising mm. as pre-orders, and I'll happily I'll happily keep them. Yeah. So so now I've got two games already paid for. So when the release date comes, no matter if you get pushed back or pushed forward, I'll I'll access them straight away. True. So I'm I'm a big fan of having the option to pre-orders. It's no harm for anyone, but just right. for maybe like gamers like myself that want it, it's a good option. Okay. Yeah, it's it's pretty cool again that you're excited about pre-orders and you're already using it. Um does anyone here, I guess we'll talk more about pre-orders, but I wanna know maybe you might know this holds, but does anyone know how the refund policy works for pre-orders, right? Because you have a certain amount of time 
before you're allowed to return the game off of Google Play. I know for the Switch, you only get like a one-time refund. Um, so that's an advantage I would say Stadia has over the Switch is the fact that you can refund. But what's the time limit? If you pre, like, pre-order today, does that now start counting the return days? Or is it when the game then comes out, you have... Uh, I guess like 14 days to return. Do you know anything about the return policy for oh. pre-orders? Well, I know what the place I know what the PlayStation and stuff like mm-hmm. that. You can't get a refund once the download initiates. And I know mm-hmm. Nintendo Switch do seven days before. But I thought I thought with Stadia, you can get your refunds as long as you've played up to two hours of the game. So you can't yeah. you can't download the game. So it's not it's not ticking by okay. saying that you've okay. activated the license. So you only activate the license when you click play for the first time. Uh, so I okay. uh, uh, right. Yes, uh, the, what you're saying there is correct, Holtz. However, with Destiny Two and uh, New Night, whatever it's called, I was suckered into buying that because I just wanted to see what the process is like. They are actually are very clever uh, because what do you get when you you pre-order that game? You get stuff all you get stuff and you can't return it because you get DLC it's DLC rather than con- <laughs> rather than pre-ordering the game. Mm. So, so which is absolutely uh, which is completely different. I know that's it's hard to get your head around. You can't actually return uh, the Destiny expansion. Interesting. And, um I'm not sure about uh Hitman. Uh, three, uh, but I know for this game, uh, Phoenix Rising, you can they're not actually taking the money out until the actual oh. day. So, oh. there is as with Stadia, it is as clear as mud because you don't know what is going on and they have different policies for different games. So, I don't think it's actually been set in stone yet with Stadia. Hmm. Okay, good to know. Something to definitely think about, uh, if you're thinking about pre ordering. Uh, but just you, Jerry, what's your take on Google Stadia um, just getting pre-orders? And sorry, someone's mentioned in here that Destiny Hardlight is also another game that you can pre-order. So, um, yeah, I guess I forgot that one. But, yeah, what's your take on Google Stadia pre-ordering? Yeah, um, what Holtz was saying is it doesn't hurt anybody, right? There's nothing wrong with having pre-orders. Um, some gamers really, really like to be able to do that. I kind of quit pre-ordering most of my stuff quite a while ago uh, when I went all digital. I, I tend Because a lot of people get those early reviews out a day or two days or three days ahead of time, and I can kind of judge because I have definitely changed my mind. However, if Stadia does like 14 days from the time that the game comes out, like if they kind of do that or if that's when they take the money out and or the two hours, if they go with that, um, it definitely helps with the pre-order because you'll be good to go or Nintendo does the seven days. But if they do it like from the time you pre-order, you would be watching the calendar, making sure you're not going to run into that <laughs> that time yeah. frame. So since it isn't right. super clear, but I mean, I'm I think pre-orders are great. People like to do it. Uh, you usually just don't get enough extra for pre-ordering. Like back in the day, you used to actually get some pretty oh, cool stuff goodness, for pre-ordering. Yeah. But now it's it's just usually not much. So I usually just kind of wait it out and just buy it the day it comes out. But you get like emotes and skins that right. are not even. Yeah, cool. All right, Duncan, what's your take on, uh, I was going to say Switch, but Stadia getting pre-orders? Your mic is muted, I think. 
I have both. I have both things muted for a change, which because I don't think anybody wants to hear me anyway. Uh, with that, uh, I have wanted it months upon months upon months ago. It's not even just. It's just so people can plan out what's coming and yep. when's coming. I do not like this coming soon nonsense. And then shadow dropping about twenty games all at once, and you have to go. What game am I going to? What game am I going to buy? Uh, at, least, at least we're starting to see some sort of roadmap now. We know when some of the big games are coming. Uh, it, it's it's just just that is plan, and that, that's why I like it. Okay, okay, yeah. I think you and uh, holds hit it right in the head. It's a good way to plan. You know, with a lot of games coming out in the fall, we're like, all right, I paid for this. Can mark that down. Pay for that. Mark that down. What else haven't I paid for? All right, put this in my wish list. Work and paint that off later. So it's a good way to just prioritize, you know, what games you've paid for and what games you haven't. So true, true on that. And ben, I'm even the type of gamer that so I'm, just this, I'm the type of gamer that plans that well. When I go shopping, if I okay. see a ten pound Google Play credit, I'll just pick it up and go, okay, I'll just add that to my basket because I know I want to sort of start saving for the games that I want. Right. So every little step helps. True. Good point. How about you, Ben? What's your take on Stadium pre-orders? Um, I mean, I'm I'm not a big pre-order type person. Uh, I mean, when it comes to like cell phones, maybe, but that's about my limit on pre-ordering. So I, I I like watching lots of reviews first before I make a decision. So I rely on you know people like you know UAs and Sunny and Jerry to tell me what I should actually download, what I should see, I'll watch that gameplay first. And then I make that decision. I mean, I just bought Avengers today and it's been out for a week. Um, I, I wanted to make sure that, you know, I, it was something I was going to enjoy playing before I actually bought it. Sure. So I, I probably won't make much use of the pre-order on Stadia, but I think it is great that they did have that because I know a lot of people love it. And a lot of people can't wait to spend their money as fast as possible. <laughs> true, true. All right. So, again, we've covered um, the Ubisoft event and Google Stadia as a whole um, for the week. We have so much more to cover when it comes to cloud gaming news. Um, but just want to take a sec. I see some of you guys are talking to us in the chat. Um, what's up, guys? And again, thank you guys uh, for being here. We have 27 of you guys on. So, again, um, at the end of this podcast, we're going to just give time to take questions. So gather your questions, get them ready, and we will try to make time for you. Um, just want to know uh, for you, Jerry, just overall, which game you talked about? Um, what did you that mentioned? Scott Pilgrim. What's the name of the Scott game? Pilgrim? Yeah. What game stands out to you the most out of all those announced? Uh, let's just do that before. From we Ubisoft, back. from the events. Yes, um, yeah, I mean, f- like I had said, for uh, Phoenix was one that kind of got my attention. Um, that didn't really have my attention before, and we'll see where that goes. And um, Riders Republic was a big one, and just like I was saying, the cult following of Scott Pilgrim because of the movie and the original game on 360 and. You know, a lot of groups of friends used to hang out doing things on the weekend, watching those movies over and over again. So um, that was pretty exciting for a lot of people. It won't get a lot of hype and it won't do what some of the other games do. But the fact that they're bringing that back and putting it on there is really awesome. Cool. Good, good. 
and you I like backwards hold. compatibility. It's true, true. You holds what game stands out to you? So once again, I have to go with the Mortals. Just you know, that game is a game that I've been looking forward to for the last few months. So right. I'm glad that it's only a few months away. Um, so I'm looking forward to it. Hopefully, I can get through all my fall games and fear up. And the problem with the Mortals that I find now, because we compare like Breath of the Wild, is that there's actually a, a Herald Warriors game come out for the Switch, which is 100 years before Breath of the Wild yeah, in December. I so I, I, don't, I so don't want to clash interest, thinking, oh, I've actually got to sell the game and I've actually got this game. So right. that's the game I'm looking forward to. Cool, cool. Cool, cool. Yeah, mine definitely has to be the Riders Republic, and hopefully uh, that lives. I think it's going to be absolute mayhem uh there's a game that came out for the playstation 3 launch it was called motor storm i don't know if people oh, still yeah. remember that game but this kind of gives me that same vibe and so it's just crazy mayhem so i'm really excited to see how that all plays out so we're gonna move over uh to geforce now news um duncan are you there i see that your screen is off are you still there I can see him. He's hold on one second. You, you did, Dunk? Duncan? I am. I am here. Yes. Okay. I don't know why you don't see me. I think everybody no, I else can. See you. Yeah, I can see you now. <laughs> uh, what game stands out to you out of this Ubisoft event that happened? Uh, the game which stood out to me was Phoenix Rising. Uh, okay. uh, I'm just really excited about that, but uh, it's like I said earlier when we were discussing it, uh, it's the game I'm just going to hold fire on. But the surprise one was uh, Steep 2, uh, whatever that's called oh. again, uh, the Riders Republic, uh, Steep rebranded uh, slightly. But um, I, will, I wasn't a big fan of Steep. And that game is actually, I'm really, really intrigued. And if Stadia gets the 50 uh, car or 50 cars, 50 uh, people available, now that is going to absolutely go nuts for yeah. crowd or for crowd play. So right. that's uh, I'm really looking forward to that. And I am also looking forward to playing uh, Prince of Persia, which I just want to see what that way how that is going to do as well. Cool. Again, a lot of great games was announced at this event, and um, people seem excited to want to play these games. I feel like Ubisoft makes good games, so it's pretty cool to see a lot of these games coming to Google Stadia. All right, so we're going to move to GeForce now. Uh, Ten games was announced. They announced a new feature called Arsenal. Didn't know if any of you guys tested this feature yet, um, but just want to talk to the panel, see what y'all's take are on the... GeForce Now news. Another one to add to this is Stream Sync, also now is available on Chromebooks. So to get started, Jerry, what's your take on the GeForce Now news for this week? Um, yeah, I've used uh, Enzo on my PC quite a bit to get cool photos. It's a, a cool way to get like uh, thumbnail photos you wouldn't normally get just from when you're playing the game or whatever. And same thing for GeForce Now. So I did test it on there. I, I didn't get real deep into it, but on my news video, I actually have like a 10 second clip in there of like just showing it uh, going around the shark, how you can move around the whole world and stuff like that nice. um, and take your picture. So I, I think that feature is awesome. It's for me, it's better than the highlights feature. I don't, I don't really use that, but there are plenty of people that really like that feature. But for me, this is one that I really like because I could be playing somewhere, especially like a more gorgeous game like Assassin's Creed or something, right. and you can really go out and zoom out and move around and get really cool pictures. So 
Um, I think um, for content creators and people that just like to do that, it's really cool. Steam Sync is great. I don't have a Chromebook yet, but I know you do. So you've probably tested it on there. Um, I don't know if it's working smoothly or not. Okay. Um, I had a little trouble with mine on PC at first when it launched, but I've got it working great now. Uh, I want to see that coming for, for Epic and Uplay as well. I want to see a list where I just click one button and they all go and, and sync. Uh, that would be really, really good, at least a step in the right direction. Um, games, at least they got new releases again. So um, I know there's quite a few people that actually really like Star Renegades. It's, it's not something I've had time to check out, um, but they, it's another day and date release for GeForce Now, which just seems to keep happening and happening. And we got Endless Space 2 back again, which was a nice, uh, just nice to see anything come back when when it's gone. I know we're going to be losing a, a little batch as well, but from what I can tell, that list um, it doesn't affect me. Like I've said yeah. before, for GeForce now, I'm more interested in the forward. Even though I love backwards compatibility games and stuff like that, I'm more interested to see us moving forward with them and what next gen games are going to be looking like. Because as we were just mentioning, I have a lot of concern about Stadia and Shadow being able to keep up with Xbox, Sony. And and uh, GeForce with RTX 3000 and then their right. servers. There's just so much going on for next gen that those two services out of all of them scare me the most for not being able to keep up with right. with what's going to be going on. So, but really, uh, another good week for GeForce. I like that that photo uh, feature. Cool, cool. How about you, Duncan? What's your take on the GeForce Now news for this week? Yeah, and uh, the shadow drop of Avengers uh, yesterday as well. Which uh, like which talk about that? Yeah. yeah. Uh, which was a bit uh, unexpected, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I want to play about with uh, the 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 photo thing of whatever it's called, the Ansel feature. I I'm awful with names. I can barely remember what my name is. Yeah. Never mind any any of these sort of things. But yeah, I, I'm looking forward to uh, trying that out, and I can't wait till some of this stuff goes on to. Uh, the Infidia Shield because I, I still want some of that stuff to like your recordings and all that because I'm or maybe it's already there and I have to work it out because I've only started playing about with that but I want that on there so I can start sharing it there. Uh, the Steam Sync coming to Chromebooks that's just another nice easy step to make things nice and easy. And with the games come on if we're just skipping the uh, Avengers it what I I do like the the continued trend of the Epic games yeah. the Epic free games are basically lining up and going straight to GeForce now which is amazing because you just build up your library uh, really, really quickly and you don't actually have to spend any money to do it. And again, uh, did anybody else notice what was coming back to the platform? It's more Sega games. (laughs) So there we go. So Sega seems to be back back on board. So yeah, yeah, I'm really... GeForce now is killing it. I I think at this moment in time, even though we're losing some of them games, uh, they are just going forward. And I've said this before, and I'll say it again: uh, some of the games I'm playing in GeForce now are playing better than they are playing in Stadia. And I would love to see uh, a comparison uh, for Avengers. I'm not sure if you guys have done one yet. It's coming, Chief. Is it, that's why he's not on here right now. He's actually oh, working on it. Yeah, yeah I actually, yeah, I think he, he, he hit me up earlier and I couldn't actually do it because my, my Discord messages aren't coming through. Uh, yeah. Uh, but I really want to see a comparison to see if that is uh, High Avengers, yeah. is it not? Right, right. 
No, that was, uh, I was hearing the comments, people like, wait, Avengers is out for GeForce Now? When did that happen? Yeah, it's a thin, and it is available for GeForce Now. I forgot to add that. So might as well say 11 games was released for GeForce Now this week, and Avengers is one of those games. How about you, Hot? What What's your take on the GeForce well, I'm, Now? I'm, new I'm totally happy that more features are coming to GeForce Now, but for right. me, I don't care about taking photos. I am just literally not interested. I just want to play my game. I'm right. the type of game that accidentally clicks a button, goes into right. photo mode, and go, why is my character not moving? And only panning around the camera. So it frustrates right. me more, but yeah. I don't I don't want to show off all these um photos from the games I play. Right. And you know, I, I can't use the sync option because I don't have a Chromebook, but it's also great just to have your library up to date, even if sure. to add or remove games. I mean, the only game that I was interested in seeing in that list was Assassin's Creed Chronicles China. I mean, that's the only game that I actually own. It's like a 2D side scroller of Assassin's Creed. It's quite simple. It's not, you, know, you still get assassinations and you and there's some lovely backdrops. I wouldn't say it's a very interesting game, but it's all right what I actually own. But I did have a little look at the two epic games, like what was it called, where the water tastes like wine and um, that railway. But I'm not yeah, really interested no in tycoon games, tycoon-style games, and I just don't think I've got time to play that game. So I didn't really actually claim them on the Epic Store, but it's good that it's padding other people's libraries out if that's what they want. True. True. I have to get better at claiming those games. I just I have a hard time remembering to go claim those games. But yeah, okay, good take. So overall, uh, just GeForce now. I feel like the panels right on, it's been killing it, and it looks like they've been consistent with just adding same day release games as PC, and also just continue to add some features. And I think uh, Jerry was saying out of all the cloud game platforms, you are um, not too concerned about GeForce Now advancing or GeForce Now competing with next gen because, again, we know that um, the next Ampere graphics card is coming. And that's exciting if you are a GeForce Now member, right? The fact that you're only paying $5 and in a way you're future-proof to continue playing great games in the cloud. Right. And something else to think about there too as well. Ampere coming to GeForce Now is more going to give us the ability to go 1440p and 4K. Yes. Right now on a on one of their 2080 uh server rigs, um you're already next gen. Um you know with mm-hmm. with the specs of the next consoles and with ray tracing and everything, there's going to be sure. things they do faster with their RAM speed and their SSD speeds and things like that. But as far as the graphical capabilities, like um I did my Avengers gameplay video last night for GeForce Now, maxed out the settings and turned off motion blur and I'll I'll watch Chief's video because I'm probably not going to have time to do a comparison video, but my God, Stadia is nowhere near running the game like GeForce Now, not even close. And I'll probably play the game on there like crazy. But so, yeah, I'm not worried about them because they already kind of are next gen. And when they upgrade again, it's just going to take us to those next levels of resolution that everybody wants. And they're just going to they're going to keep killing it. I mean, they don't have to take cloud gaming seriously, but they are. And where they've come from February to now, it's just the games are running so well and the streaming is getting so much better. Right. And I can I keep saying this, but I feel like out of all of the cloud gaming platforms of uh, service out there, they are GeForce now feels like one of the ones that are taking feedback and actually doing something about the feedback that they're getting. 
again, if they can get those games that the left, the AAAs, the Activision, Call of Duties, the GTAs, trust me, by now they would. Again, that's where the opt-in program, you know, comes from. But they're doing the best that they can, and they're, you know, listening to feedback and trying to make this the best cloud game platform or service. And like Jerry was saying, they don't have to, right? They have other, you know, things that generates them income. But the fact that they choose into is pretty cool to see. All right, so we're going to anything else with GeForce Now News. I want to hop into xCloud or Game Pass, Game Streaming, because, man, we have some stuff to talk about here. Cool. Um, so just jump in if there's some GeForce Now News stuff i was gonna say i'm not happy with the shadow drops with um, um avengers i wish they told us in advance that yeah. it was coming to geforce now because right. it would give me the more options where i go should i buy it on steam can i play sure. it on this do i have the upgrades options because you know i i look at like the consoles and go, okay i could have got a free playstation 5 upgrades or to want instant access on stadia or yeah. what would and all i wanted was the option to say if i was considering geforce now then i know where the game direction was going to go with right. the upgrades in a few months true I agree 100%. I mean, we were debating like what platform should we, Chief and I, pick this up on. And one of the reasons why I didn't pick it up for Steam, he did, but was the fact that it wasn't coming to GeForce Now. Now, if I would have known, I would have been like, oh, well, hey, I will, you know, write the pushes in Steam because that gives me access to play on GeForce Now and Shadow. But yeah, I wish they would have announced that a lot sooner for sure. Let us know. Again, it'll be nice to know what the procedure is with these games. How soon do they know what's coming, what's not coming? Again, we're trying to get an interview here with them, and I think some of these questions will be good ones to answer for sure. Um, but let's move to xCloud News. Um, just so much to talk about. So if you guys haven't heard, the Xbox Series S, not XS, has officially been confirmed it was pretty interesting because there was an interview with a youtuber uh where uh the ceo of the xbox gaming division um was being interviewed and if you look to the right side you can actually see the xbox is kind of like an easter egg series as hidden there but again this is exciting because there's a program called xbox access and now with Xbox Access, you get 24, yes, guys, 24 months of Game Pass Ultimate, uh, paying $24 a month for that. So pretty much it's like financing. You get in the plan, you pay $24 a month, and then you get 24 months of Xbox uh, Game Pass Ultimate, which is absolutely insane if you think about that because game pass on its own is really really expensive so just want to talk to the panel about just that just other things we're going to cover but what's your take on that deal uh start off with jerry yeah this was one of the best weeks for me this year for xbox announcements for what they mm -hmm. dropped and i know they were kind of pressured to do this because the leaks were just starting to come out yeah. with the series <laughs> s and the pricing schemes right. and so they were like you know what screw it 
they twit they they threw out a, a tweet and then you know they had videos come out ign had in-depth yeah. looks and what are you going to get compared to the series x and s and all this kind of stuff so it's just like the flood of like you knew they were ready because all those videos were ready i mean it's just boom <laughs> over 48 hours they just press the button go forget it because everyone was waiting right waiting for sony waiting for yeah. whoever and I don't even think Xbox needed to wait this long because honestly, the deal that they're offering for the two ninety nine to four ninety nine, when you look at the specs and what you're going to get, it's it's insane. Yeah. Um, to build a PC to compete with either of these machines, very expensive to do. Yeah. Um, and this deal of twenty five a month or thirty five a month, granted, the credit check just like with a cell phone or anything else, True. is so good for so many people. <laughs> and I pay fifteen a month for Game Pass Ultimate. So right. for ten dollars more a month, I can have a Series S sitting there, or for twenty exactly. more a month, I can have a Series X sitting there. Exactly. So they're coming at so many different price points, so many different ways for people to purchase the consoles, and even places like Best Buy and GameStop, and them are going to offer this twenty-five and thirty-five dollar a month thing too that you can apply through that. So it's it's not going to just be through them, and for everybody, it's going to start September twenty-second. So for those pre-orders, so I'm leave out some of the other stuff we're going to talk about, but yeah, I'm just blown away by the value of what you can get. And the deals and the ways they're offering for people to get their hands on these. Right. True. How about you, Duncan? What's your take on this deal? Uh, they absolutely killed it uh, with this. Uh, I've been very focal and I have got a little uh, feedback from the community and they weren't too happy about it uh, with this. Uh and uh, I'm not sure if anybody else knows uh, Stadia's marketing uh, team also thought it was a killer deal. Uh, one of their <laughs> marketing executives uh, said, how can you go wrong with it? So that will just tell you uh, how good of a deal this is. And I am not making this up, by the way. It is, the tweet is still in uh, out there in the Twitter first. Uh, uh, that is yeah. hilarious. Yeah, I, I think this is amazing. Uh, over here in the UK, for basically, or probably the same over there, basically double your, your Stadia subscription, you get access to the, the Series S and all them games, all the EA games, and you don't have to worry about what games are coming to your service, and you've also got access to xCloud as well. I, I'm telling you now that that deal, the, 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 the Series S has... Is it's going to get uh, kids or, or a load of kids are going to get that under their yeah. Christmas tree this year because of the absolute value of it. So yeah, uh, I think uh, Xbox killed it this week, right. and I can't wait what what, to, what happens on Wednesday and see what the counter is. <laughs> right, I know for me personally, I was not going to pick up a Series S, but I I am now. Just. It's, it's a no-brainer for what you get. I'm more interested in uh, getting Game Pass Ultimate for 24 months. But, Horst, what's your take on this? Man? Well, I've always wanted that all-access to come to the UK because I've seen America's always had it for a while now. And right. given the flexibility for people, I think it's a great idea. Right. And I think the two companies that are doing it around here, we've got Game Smiths, which are big, huge stores. You know, I mean, mm -hmm. superstores and you know, games leading stores. So I think they're going to finance will back the credit check and then give you it. And just to have different points of entry for the S or the X plus with Game Pass, I think it's yeah. a great. I think it's a win for everyone. Right. Well, not for everyone, because personally, I am not one of them people because I sort of, I sort of you know, went the cheats way. I sort of went three years Xbox Live and upgraded for a pound. So oh, I pay, yeah. That. So I created a new account because I knew I thought I'll give the kids the the X, you know, last gen, 
and they can sort of have the ultimate on their users. I set it as home, and then I'll have it for the the Series X or the S if I get it, and I'll have access to the cloud. So in the end, I'm saving money, plus I'm getting an extra year of yeah. Game Pass. But not everyone can do that, so it's just great if they want the financial option, they get the better deal for them. True. True. Awesome. Awesome. So let's talk about the big the big announcement, right, with EA um, coming to Game Pass. I mean, geez, we're talking about 100 games already plus that you're going to begin. We're talking about you're going to begin same-day release, Microsoft first party. That alone is, is big, right? And then you're getting some pretty cool third-party games coming to Game Pass. And these rumors that Microsoft is actually trying to target same-day release for third-party games coming to Game Pass. But... This whole announcement of EA coming to Game Pass, what's your take on this? We'll start with Jerry. Well, I think it's great because I've been paying for EA Access for years, um, which is EA Play. Uh, yeah. You know, you've got the vault of games. You usually have, uh, it used to be a 10-hour trial of new games, but they've started to change a lot of that in the in recent time. But you do still usually get some kind of access to newer games. Um Battlefront 2 was one of the ones on there that they cut you off at a certain point in the campaign, even if you didn't burn the time. But it's it's really good. And we always say on here, like, how many more things can they stack onto Game Pass and mm-hmm. still say, but it's $14.99. Don't yeah. worry about it. And my answer is forever. It's freaking Microsoft. Yeah. As long as they have Windows and everything else going on in Office, I mean, it doesn't matter. And yeah. adding EA Play, I was excited. I texted my buddy and I was like, hey, you don't have, don't re-up your $30 a year EA access because EA Play is going to be included with your yeah. Game Pass Ultimate. And he was like, wow, great. So we've got 100 Game Pass games on PC, over 250 Game Pass games on console, and now we're adding all those vault games uh, as well to that. So what? We say, it every, we say it every week that Xbox and Microsoft offers the best value in gaming, and yeah. I wouldn't have imagined this. So this kind of news also blew me away. Right. So I, let me, I guess, ask another question to this. Do you feel like we'll see them approach other companies like Ubisoft to get Uplay Plus on Game Pass? I think eventually you're going to see all of these companies that have these subscription plans do something with everybody but when when is it going to happen and what's it going to look like like everybody's waiting for you play on stadia but we've said many times they'll never put all of the you play games that we pay for on pc on stadia because you can't backwards compat and port all those games to take them freaking generations to do that um but new games like certain games for a couple of years old and whatever they have ready and then of course every new game could be included with that with your subscription so um i think it'll be included with microsoft with stadia i think all these companies will just kind of be around but will Microsoft be the only one that keeps including it for that price? Because I doubt Stadia is going to say $10 a month for Pro, great, and we're including Uplay for the same sure. I don't see that happening, but we'll, we'll have to see because yeah. right now Xbox just keeps killing it with the value for gamers. I mean, I think everybody pretty much sees that, even if you're not a fan of Xbox. Right. True. Okay, Duncan, what's your take on this? Yeah, it's basically what he was saying there. Yeah, all the big companies will be introducing this in some some uh, aspect. Uh, 
I'm telling you now, Uplay Plus is not just going to Stadia. It is going to the Xbox. It's nailed on to going to the Xbox, and it's just when it's going. It might take a bit longer to hit PlayStation because they seem to be a bit more conservative that way, where they uh, take things a bit more slowly. But it's definitely hit an Xbox, and I would not be surprised if it hits at the same time. And it's going to be better value on Xbox than this. You're just surprised because you've got all them generations of games ready to go. you cannot beat the value proposition with the with Game Pass and with the rumors circulating, uh, as uh, people have said in the chat there about Cyberpunk. Then rumors like died down, but they seem to be back on the table now because apparently Microsoft yeah. are going around splashing the cash yeah. uh, to get 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 games day one. So do not be surprised now if Cyberpunk is day one on Game Pass because that is where they are going there are going to be a complete services company and it's just madness what they're doing yeah. uh, uh, just want to touch uh, slightly on the, the Series S as well. Uh, I believe that is going to be their cloud uh, device. They're using that to get people into the cloud, and it's like their halfway house. And um, Maybe next year when they upgrade to the Series X, you might actually be able to play uh, Series X games mm. through, the, through the S, and mm. that will take away some of the issues with the smaller hard drive space as well so there's just i think they're i think they're going to be really ones to watch here in the next six six months or so to see how this all pans out with all the xcloud stuff yeah my biggest thing still with xcloud is i hope they you know just update the performance and give us higher resolution but i think with series X or S when they update the blades next year, right? They'll be able to do that. But that's a good point with, you know, them marketing the series as as like their cloud gaming platform service. Cool. Yeah, crazy, man. A lot happening with Game Pass and Xbox. But how about you, Holtz? What's your, what's your take on this? Oh, I love EA Access. I was a big fan of it. And what this has done now bringing the Game Pass, it's made me think should i uh, should i buy um fifa 21 on stadia because now i've got it on game pass i can think about i haven't waited seven months for fifa and i've just saved at least 60 dollars 60 pounds and if i want to buy it at least i can buy it on xbox now and i get like a 10 percent discount now because i'm an ea play member so it makes the game cheaper and then also with that when i said about family sharing and all that now if i do that and i do pick up uh, the game my family members will be able to play at the same time, so I'll have two accounts to be able to play the same membership. So I've got at least got someone to play with mm. on this. So, and we're we're all big EA fans here. We love Mass Effects. We love the Need yeah. Speeds. We love all the Battlefronts and stuff like that. So it's a it's it's welcome to see these big huge titles come to Game Pass. Because yeah. usually with Game Pass titles, I'm like hmm, not yeah. really interested. But with EA, at right. least something I can sort of rave about. True. True. Big win. Big win for EA and Game Pass overall. Cool. Uh, so I think we covered all of uh, xCloud news. Again, if I'm missing something here, someone feel free to just jump in. Um, but again, killer, killer week. Like Jerry was saying, man, this is, if you are into cloud gaming as a whole, this is just, wow. I'm this curious is- if Duncan, because um, he's going to have more insight than me, but I have seen a few videos of guys who are sponsored by Microsoft, and I've read some uh, some rumor articles out there, but they're technically supposed to be true, that xCloud streaming 
Game Pass, whatever, will be on PCs and it will be on the next gen consoles this year. And when they release that, it will be at least 1080p. They're just finishing getting things ready for that, if not higher on some of the consoles. Have have you heard anything about that as well? I, I have heard 100% PC. It's coming to PC. And I have heard that it is 1080p. And uh, I have heard that uh, the testing is there for the 4K as well. I haven't, yeah. I haven't heard anything official about the consoles, but I think it's a safe enough bet, and uh, that it's going to it's going to come on and be like PlayStation Now, where you can maybe try it out and uh, and then buy it or just download it. Uh, I think I think that's a safe one to actually go for. But I can point you to articles to say, yeah, it's a hundred percent coming to PC, and it's actually been tested since I think February March time on PC. Nice. Yeah, that's what I thought. And coming to co- the consoles will be great too, because like you said, instant demos. Um, or with hard drive space being an issue, they'll say, hey, you could stream a game, and if you download it, you'll get the full experience. But you could stream it and play it this way as well. So I think I think that would be pretty awesome. Yeah, that, that's why I think the Series S is actually like a stealth uh, sort wow. of. Uh, For sure. Uh, it's trying to bridge people in between the two, and then saying, oh, you can actually play this now and get people weaned off the full console experience. True, true. Yeah, so 1080p PC support, hopefully that's a thing that really happens this year for sure. Um, Again, I feel like that's just going to make xCloud or Game Pass game streaming more enticing and exciting. Cool. All right, so we're going to move on to Shadow. So I'm going to be doing something different. I'm going to be splitting it between Shadow and Max maximum settings um which are pretty similar but the reason i'm doing this is because every week you guys hear us say there's no news for shadow and it's the same thing today there's still no news for shadow um but what i like to do here is just get the panel's take on the experience with shadow for the week what games have they been playing and how has the experience been and then we'll do that for maximum settings as well so to get started holds what's your take with shadow have you even touched it or played it so this week i've been playing all on shadow all i've been playing game pass via for shadow so it still counts so i've been playing them um, tell me why the sky mm. of four <laughs> and dark crystal and i've been playing it on my ipad pro and i've been walking around the house mm. and everyone's like whoa that game looks gorgeous and i'm like it's a cloud <laughs> it's a cloud pc and everyone's like whoa <laughs> Looked so good, and you got Xbox on it, and I'm like, yeah, yeah. So it was a, it was a big thing to flaunt off, like to say, you know, because my <laughs> friends haven't seen it on the iPad. But yeah. I sort of had a few issues this week. It just, it just kept on looping updates for me, and then every time it just feels a bit sluggish. This the the, the boot up feels sluggish. I don't know if it's closing down properly or it's just my, you know, client this time. But it has been slow. Um, you know, this week, but I tried it on the Apple 4K TV box and it ran flawless, so oh. it, it just seemed to get better for me this nice. week. So it was good it's to get good. back into Shadow. Good, good, yeah. Like I stated before, playing Xbox uh, Game Pass games and Shadow, I just heard, and maybe people on the panel, but the, the pricing for um, Game Pass PC games are going to be increasing. I just heard, I don't know if that's accurate, and now it's $5, but I think they said it's going to go up to $10. Um, I don't know if you guys heard that, but I was going to say one of the best ways to play your Game Pass games is 
using shadow because again you get higher resolution better frame rates and all that stuff so it's pretty cool to hear that you are using but shadow. i really wanted i really wanted to play flight simulator and i just still couldn't get that to work on and shadow, shadow. Be a game yeah through game pass mm -hmm. it, it was just every time i was you know trying to install it and i walk away shadow was shutting itself down then every time i was loading the game back up i was losing all the packing information then i had to re-download and i was like oh, it's not even worth the hassle so hopefully wow. if xcloud does come out i hope flight simulator is part of the package yeah yeah um i'm trying to think is it available for streaming right now for x uh game pass streaming i can't remember Maybe not. Maybe it's only for PC. But yeah, I hope, right? September 15th, that's three days from today. Um, Game Pass should officially, Ultimate Game Streaming should officially be released. So we'll I, under, I understand there's issues in the world, but I, that 256 gigabytes doing my head in. I, I literally need more storage. I've been waiting for months patiently, but now with all yeah. these four games, I'm like, you need, okay, I might not have the graphics increase, but at least I need a bit of storage. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to talk about my experience with Shadow Maximus and in a bit, but I want to hear from Holtz, what, uh, not Holtz, Jerry, what's your take on Shadow? What have you been playing? Have you been using it at all this week? Similar to Holtz, I've been using it on iOS a good bit because other than maximum settings with Moonlight and now with some workarounds, um, it's the easiest way to play on iPhone or iPad or Apple TV. Uh, I've also, uh, I used to have a horrible experience on my Apple 4K TV, but since the last couple of updates and them kind of fixing a lot of that, it was working really well. I played Avengers last night uh, on GeForce Now, on Nvidia Shield, and on Apple TV, and I recorded none of it. And uh, that's kind of disappointing because it, it was really cool and it ran so well. Uh, yes. So I've been using Shadow for a lot. I know we always say, you know, Shadow's going to bottleneck, Shadow CPU's getting too old, when will they upgrade and all of this? But truth be told, the system is still really good. When it doesn't give you boot-up problems or anything like that, they still offer one of the best cloud PC experiences as a whole and all these new games that are coming out no you're not going to put them on ultra settings like they used to advertise but right. you're still going to be able to play them all even if you got to crank some yeah. things down or or do whatever there so i'm still a huge fan of shadow it's hard to, to recommend it sometimes because you got to tell people you got to wait months but i yeah. still have a lot of people in the community saying hey man i signed up anyway i'll get it in yeah. december i'll get it in january you know it looks you know it looks fun um so yeah i've been using it a lot on ios and playing avengers and fall guys and stuff with it um i didn't have any of the problems anybody else i know a lot of people had problems this week uh not just you guys like loads of people my shadow won't start it's yep. stuck um i couldn't get it to work on my phone at all and i went over to my pc booted up shadow it worked right away and then i mm. ended that stream went and booted up on my phone and boom no problem i was right on so that for me was like a quick fix i just go to a pc and start it up and then i go back to my ios device and right. then it would work so right. it might be a workaround if somebody's having that trouble cool good to know good to know how about you duncan what's your taking shot this week have you been playing it I've been playing it a wee bit, and uh, like Holtz, I've had some issues getting into it, but it's working as normal. Uh, I think everybody knows the limitations and the positives and the, and the limitations of Shadow. Uh, I've, I've just been playing the normal wee stupid wee games on it every so often, which aren't that demanding. So I've got this big, powerful PC, and I'm playing uh, uh, Slay the Spire on it or something something stupid like that. So, yeah, it's... Uh, yeah, it's it, I have had some issues doing the, the B thing and uh, updating, uh, constantly updating, but bar that, it's, it's been fine. Hmm. Okay. But I had, I had one issue that I want to point out. I yeah. thought this week, I was like, yes, I'm going to get a HDMI adapter for my iPad and I'm going to plug it in. 
to think I can I can move everywhere I go now with Shadow and just plug it into everyone's telly. But every time I plug the HDMI into my iPad, it'll screen it the telly will display the iPad um screen and every time i load shadow shadow comes on my telly but then on the on my ipad it shuts it down to the home screen but so then i can't can. so i can't use my inputs i can't use my keyboard mouse yeah. or it just switches the bluetooth stuff off and i'm like oh well, that's weird interesting huh. so if people i think oh i can plug hdmi and walk around my devices it, it doesn't work for me at the moment huh. Bummer, but good to know for the people in the panel, for sure. It's a good chance. Maybe that's why they hurried up and got the Bluetooth uh, keyboard and mouse support oh, out. Because yeah. when you plug that in, you do tend to lose that. You'll lose that screen. So True, true. Anyone, uh, just what I've been playing in Shadow, same thing. Tell me why, if you guys haven't checked out that game. It's pretty cool. It's uh, Xbox Game Pass um, exclusive type of game. So... Again, if you have Shadow, you can play your Game Pass games on there. So I've been using my Shadow to play that. And then the story is uh, it's pretty good. It's kind of like a Telltale type of game, like uh, Left, uh, not Left 4 Dead, Walking Dead type uh, Telltale story-driven narrative game. So, yeah, it's been fun. Uh, and it ran pretty well. So let's talk about Maximum Settings, though, and see if anyone on this panel has tried it and what your experience has been with Max Settings. So, Holt, have you tried Max Settings yet? I have, uh, the only thing I've tried of it is trying to get on it. I can't subscribe okay. to it. Every time I try and subscribe yeah. to it, it's just the waiting list. So if you can drop me a line or in the talk people on Discord when the Axia is going to go live, I would really yeah. like to test it because okay. I was speaking to Chief the other day and he said, you know, it, it ran great. And you know, so hopefully I'll have the same experience if I could try. Yeah. Okay. How about you, uh, Duncan? Have you tried Max Settings? I have not as yet. Uh, uh, I, I can't uh, justify it at this moment. I know it's a page you go, but I just uh, just got too many things going on at the moment. Yeah. I just can't keep up, so I haven't actually given it a try yet. Yeah. Okay. How about you, Jerry? Have you tried Max Settings? Yeah, I still use it a ton. So. Yeah the the positive for me here where i'm at too is i'm at like 31 millisecond latency and then on top of that with moonlight directly connecting into nvidia game streaming it's just like like i said it's one of those services that um even beats shadow for me with latency which is really hard because i'm usually 15 milliseconds to 25 milliseconds on their little app uh with shadow but because of the way moonlight ties into those builds it still just feels a lot quicker like i can play call of duty way better on maximum settings than i can on shadow just uh because of that and it just makes it really easy and on top of that storage so i've been installing games ever since i think i have three builds for them now um that i that i work the 5700 xt the 2080 super and the 1080 and so between all of those that's like 10 12 gigs of storage when you add it all together and a three and a half gigs on the higher builds so i've been installing games for a couple months since i started testing the service and i haven't uninstalled anything yet i just yeah. keep on going until until i don't so that's one of their big things uh the next gen tech is there with it with 2080 supers 5700 xts 3900 x processors and stuff like that and i already know they're planning on buying batches of new stuff this fall yeah. and offering you know higher tier builds as well and and next gen stuff pretty quickly so um as far as signing up you got to join their discord 
and watch every day. It's like refreshing to order an RTX 3000. You got to sit there and they'll announce it like minutes to an hour before it goes live. And then you've got minutes to go get on the site and they'll sell out of, out of what they have. But they're they're trying to grow at a pace that they can maintain quality control and not have issues with the service and things like that. They are technically still in beta. They are not a fully launched service yet, but they're definitely one of the best cloud PC services I've used. Mm-hmm. Yes, and uh, like you were saying, I, I love the fact that they're not just open up everything, you know, anyone can come in. They're very restrictive because, you know, they don't want to run into the same situation that Shadow's having right now to where they can't fulfill, right, all of the orders that they're getting. Um, so, yeah, it's kind of a bummer that, you know, you have to go on the Discord and keep hitting that refresh and wait to, you know, get the, the go to sign up for it. But, yeah, it's, it's a really good experience overall. Um, same thing with Jerry, man. Chief Chief was, I was talking to Chief about, I don't see him using Shadows. Like, what's going on? Why don't you use Shadow as much anymore? And he's like, because of Max Head. And so it's like, is it that good? It's like, trust me, it's once you try it, it's going to be hard to go back to shadows. Like, yeah, that's crap. So, and that's funny. Cause he's at like a hundred to 150 millisecond ping yeah, from over there. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, that's going to be unplayable. Yeah. But for him, he says, because of the way moonlight works with yeah. NVIDIA, he feels like it's almost like shadow or better yeah. for him. I'm like, wow, that's insane to me. I mean, I know how good it feels at 31 or 32 here, but I couldn't yeah. believe he said 100 to 150 and it still feels, feels that good to him. And that's, that's, that's saying a lot because yeah. they do have server coming hopefully by the end of this year for EU though, but we'll see, we'll see right. when they get that launched. That'll be good too, because then they'll get to expand a little bit more, but. Right. So I'm at 180, Um and I, we were joking. Uh, there's no way I can ever run that at 180. And right. I have to tell you hands down and I'm not making this up, but I had, I was playing, um, rogue on there rogue company and my experience was better than geforce now and i'm not making that up it's it's just it's been a great great experience i'm not a big fan of the psc go subscription model but i do have to say um it's it's a great alternative to shout if you guys are waiting uh, to get it and it works and it works really really well Cool. Um, anyone else want to add to Max Settings? If not, we can just, we have a lot of time left. We can cut it short, but I do want to, something fun I like doing is just <laughs> asking the panel, you know, where they are right now with cloud gaming and which platform they think still has the advantage. So we'll probably do that, but I do want to tell you guys in the comments, people who are watching, if you have questions, now's the time to ask because we have about a good 30 minutes to answer them. So, but I do want to check in with you guys. Has your mind changed with uh, who do you think is going to end up up top with seeing the move that NVIDIA has been making lately and the move that Microsoft has been making and also Stadia? Who do you guys think is the best uh, when it comes to cloud gaming and who do you guys think is going to end up at the top? So we can start with you holds what's your take on this well at the moment i'm still really enjoying stadia all my fall games are going to be on stadia at least you know but at the moment now because i've got game pass i'm walking around with game pass you know playing all games that i've owned in the past but i've got the option to play them now on my ipad and now they're bringing the likes of fifa and all that 
I did say whoever brings FIFA at a reasonable price, I will be addicted to walking around with my tablet. So if Microsoft can up the graphics, give me games that I really like, like Forza, Gears of War, now FIFA and stuff like that, I think they're going to be in a great situation for me to really consume. So at the moment, I am all for Stadia, but I think that could easily change quick. Because okay. all this news that we've got is just really shocked me. So yeah, yeah, okay. So I'm getting he's still for Stadia, but there's been a lot of excitement in the cloud gaming space that you know your mind can change based on what the outcome is. With and then even though I'm using like like Shadow, there's a mm-hmm. service booster right now that's going to open a London data center. Yeah. So now, because they're open in London data, the more I hear these cloud services come to my own country, it's making me go, okay, do I really need that service now? So I'm sort of in the air now with what services I need going forward. True, true. Okay. How about you, Duncan? Who who, who do you have taking it all? Taking it all? Yeah. Uh, I still will go back to my Tencent comment from a couple of months ago. <laughs> But uh, with the competitors out here at this moment in time, uh, I'm sticking with Xbox, but I think this could change on Wednesday. I think we may get a tease of the next version of PlayStation now on Wednesday. Why Wednesday? Uh, The PlayStation conference is on Wednesday. See, I've been on the PlayStation conference on Wednesday. Yeah, it's... uh, one one o'clock is one o'clock uh, Pacific. It's nine o'clock. I've having got my mouse right here. It's nine o'clock our time UK. So that's one o'clock uh, Pacific Ooh, on Wednesday. So it may change from there because uh, we we have seen some of the patents for uh, PlayStation and what they're messing about with cloud. But at this moment in time, with everything going, it's Xbox because the moves they keep doing, and you can see that they're invested into the into the Xbox all the time. With, yeah. Just with this EA uh, Stadia, I'm just a bit concerned uh, that they are maybe treading water somewhat and they just need to start moving. And uh, the the next uh, issue I don't think is going to be going away for a while yet until everybody starts making or considering uh, Stadia a big platform going forward. Hmm. How about you, Jerry? What's your take? What I think is so interesting about this is that and i was going to say the same thing as duncan it's really hard to answer this until seeing what sony does because there's so many rumors (laughs) about what's going to happen to ps now and even going into like january february of this year they were talking about ps now is getting a relaunch this year when the consoles come out it's going to be 1080p or higher they're going to get good with the cloud they're going to have all their exclusives on there uh you know try to compete with xbox i don't know what all the deals are going to be they're not going to catch up to xbox on value with one conference i don't Mm -hmm. think but they could definitely change the talking game when it comes to the cloud gaming services and what they're going to offer uh with their exclusives and stuff because even though we know exclusives are going to come to pc that's not going to be day and date release and every single one of them or anything like that off the bat so i find it really interesting that the two top cloud services we're talking about happen to be two top console makers for the past how many years as well so the gaming guys are sounding like the ones that are going to get the cloud thing going before anyone else, because Stadia is our wonderful console in the cloud that like Duncan was just saying, and all of us say, when's gen two. Now, if Ben was right earlier and they're going to stealth drop gen two in November for their one year. um, Great. I would not be surprised 
from Google for us to wake up one day and start playing Gen 2 and we never knew it was coming. Um, but that would be horrible. Uh, what a missed opportunity for hype and marketing. So if they were going to drop a Gen 2 this year and compete with all of the other consoles and cloud gaming graphics cards and stuff, man, I would want to see some serious marketing and hype for that to let people know ahead of time. Um, but yeah, Xbox, for me, gaming platform in general, are killing it right now. I don't know what's going to happen Wednesday, but I don't think it's going to change that a whole lot. I say the same thing all the time. I want to see Stadia succeed big time. I want to see ray tracing on Stadia and all this kind of stuff come. But they're saying like Cyberpunk coming to Stadia. Yeah. And I just can't get excited about that because it's going to look so freaking gorgeous on my Xbox or on my PC that I'm not going to seeing how Avengers played for me and Breakpoint when it came out on Stadia and stuff. I just I can't get excited about buying games over there. I test them. But as uh, my personal gaming, it's getting hard to want to go play on Stadia, even though the experience there is really, really good. Yeah. Uh, don't worry. Uh, don't, don't worry. When we're Cyberpunk launches everywhere else, we're going to be playing uh, the Phoenix Rising demo. <laughs> Drop the mic there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, oh, man. I, I Yeah. You, you make a good point with that, um, Jerry. What just... Why Why would you, again, geez, it always feels like we're bashing Stadia, but why would you play Cyberpunk on Stadia if you can play it somewhere that's offering 4K, you know, ray tracing and a souped up, you know, um, Ampere graphics card to go with that if NVIDIA upgrades this year, you know, or Xbox. There's a lot more options for cloud gaming a year later than there was when Stadia launched. When they first launched, it was like, they have it. You know what I mean? They've got it going on, but I've seen a year go by, and now we have so much more going on with Xbox and GeForce uh, and all them. Like, it's like, guys, you're going to have to step it up if you're going to keep up with the way everybody's going here. And that is love <laughs> you know again <laughs> exactly. that is not us bashing steady that is us saying we know you can do better we want you to, to do better and that is you know again you guys think we're always being up steady we're not we just want them to do better anyway yeah i i agree with you 100 percent um just it's going to be difficult to play those triple <laughs> a titles on stadia when the competitors are offering better you know but, performance and features but the only way i'll jump on playstation now in the next few months is if they release and say buy the membership buy a digital version copy of a game say ratchet and clank playstation 5 and you'll have access to it the, the only way they're going to get me on board is they push playstation 5 cloud gaming oh absolutely if, if, if you say it's only going to be used for backwards compatible that's great for a lot of people that mm-hmm. have not played yeah. them games but i've played these games like 25 years it doesn't yeah. really interest me yeah. i need okay it might not be the best graphics but we'll give you up to 4k 30 fps for ratchet and clank that's what i want yeah sony is i i feel like they are in the position that microsoft was with the ps4 of it. We thought like Sony had it with that uh, conference that they had where they showcased the games. But this card that Microsoft just pulled by offering the price way cheaper, offering the uh, twenty-four, you know, twenty-four month financing. I feel like Sony's back is turned right now. They gotta do something. And then the Game Pass announcement, just offering all these amazing games for fifteen dollars a month. Sony has to respond. And so it's going to be pretty interesting to see what they do as they comes this Wednesday because 
again, I feel like Microsoft is they they have a lot of good things going for them. I guess let me ask this question to the panel since we have time. Do you think Sony is going to do do something different? I mean, do you think they're actually going to try and compete with what Microsoft is doing right now with Game Pass and cloud gaming? We'll start with you, Duncan. What's your take on this? No, because I don't have to. It's simple. They've got the games. It's, they've got their games. They've got their studios. Yeah. If they drop, if they drop down, here's Uncharted Five. Here is God of War Two. How many people will go? Me. I'm taking that. It's it's yeah. That is where they are at this moment in time. So I, they're competing in completely different sort of arenas. Uh, yeah. Microsoft is going after a value. I'm telling you now. Even if Sony launched this at six hundred dollars and five hundred dollars for the digital, they will be sold out until next year because everybody will be out buying them. And uh, they are in a complete different situation to Microsoft. They're trying to get back into the game and Sony's winning at the moment. At the moment. So, do you, I don't know if you guys are familiar with um, just how things were with the PlayStation 2, right? One of Sony's most successful selling consoles, hands down. They got too prideful, right? And they offered the PlayStation 3 at $600 price point. You know, they put Blu-ray in it, put the cell processor, all these high-tech. And at the end, people are like, I'm not shelling out $600 for this. I'd rather go pick up an Xbox 360, which was, what, like $200 cheaper than what Sony was offering. Do you think, I get it, they have the greatest first-party exclusives, but do you think they can get too arrogant to where that actually hurts them in the long run? I don't. I don't think they're going to be arrogant. They're, I think the pricing is there. It's everybody's. It's clear to see where they're coming in. They're going four nine nine and three nine nine. I think that's more or less nailed on now for their two different ones. Uh, I actually think the pricing has actually scared Stadia more than it's actually scared uh, 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 Microsoft or sorry, uh, PlayStation uh, that with the Xbox Series S. Uh, I think that has just not that is just the value, and that was what one of the big selling points for Stadia was. It was going to be value. You can get, you can play your games for a hundred dollars, but now it's the Series S is in spitting distance of that when you get the sales in next year. So I, I, I don't think Sony are and a completely different sort of game at this moment. I don't think they're arrogant because I think they're just going to absolutely blow it out from the water. Uh, on Wednesday here, and uh, and again, we, I don't think it's as people are saying in the chat. There, I don't think this is going to be a war because in a couple of years' time, we're just going to jump onto whatever service we feel like. And I think sometimes we get uh, too narrowed in that uh, the Xbox has to win or PlayStation has to win. We're just going to it's going to be HBO, Netflix, Hulu, yeah, right. So. Yeah. So you're you're not thinking that they're you're saying they don't have to do anything with cloud gaming. So you're not thinking that they are going to make like a cloud gaming announcement on Wednesday. No, I think they are going to announce it. I think it's going to be. I think it's going to be announced. Uh, but uh, I, w- I was just talking more about general the the pricing and whatnot. But yeah, I think the pri- the cloud gaming is coming. I think it's going to be. Uh, 
teasing a bit i think it's going to be the 10 a it's going to be uh they're just going to up it a bit and you'll be able to stream your uh, playstation 5 games as well i'm not sure how much further they're going to do what i do want to see more of is that patent where that was a uh, stature i want to see if that high baked in that is going to be in the playstation 5 experience hmm. okay yeah. how about you holds do you think sony will get crazy and make a competitor to game pass i hope they, I, I really hope they do because in my mind i think gamers are going to jump ship to the new microsoft console with this game pass i think come christmas a lot of people are going to think okay my kid can't access the living room tv but he will be able to play his games or 100 plus games on his tablet or phone and i think people are going to say well we'll buy them We'll buy him this service or we'll buy him this console for him. And I think it will worry Sony to say, oh, we've missed it there. I think the arrogance at the moment, but I think uh, Microsoft should keep on putting the pressure and maybe release a Game Pass Infinite, which is probably, you know, EA Play Pro or Uplay Plus, and just keep on saying, look, we'll keep on adding more subscriptions, better value for the gamer. And I mm-hmm. think that that will shake Sony. And a lot of people sit there when you buy these new consoles, they're still going to joke around and say, but what games, what exclusives are out for the PlayStation 5? They're still going to laugh at the games that are there, where yeah. there's going to be some gamers out there that are going, well, I've got this huge access to a yeah. big library through Game yeah. Pass, and I think that's what's going to worry Sony in case more people start thinking like that. You know, that's that's a great point. Uh, you see this with new consoles. I mean, Stadia experienced it. When it released, there's hardly any games to play. But for Microsoft to be like, here you got 100 games available for you to play instantly, um, and Sony trying to, I know there's going to be backlog, you know, catalog, and they're going to try to get the back backwards compatibility stuff going. But the truth of the matter is, right off the back, I feel like Microsoft has a huge advantage by having over 100 games to play and game. Go ahead, then. I was going to say, I'm going to ask you this a question here. How many games are on PlayStation now? What, they tell, like 750, 800? Yeah. Yeah. If if they all get upscaled to the... Not all of them can be upscaled because they're older games. If they just get their tech up a bit more to the 1080p sort of thing, they're they're still well in the game. I think sure. Uh, sure. it's they don't really have to do, or it may sound stupid, but I mean they don't have to do a lot to get them back in there. Because how many of them? They're not actually. Uh, we always criticize uh, the PR of Stadia and uh, how bad that is. Uh, with uh, PlayStation Now, they're not actually advertising how good that service really is. The yes. amount of games you can actually download, I think it's in, in and around the same number as Game Pass. Uh, you can actually download onto your PlayStation, and there are yeah. some uh, amazing games there as well. Yeah. So I think they have a lot to do. They have to get that explained a lot better and out there. Hmm. I agree. I I think come this Wednesday... Again, Sony was one of the first people with PS Now, and they just fell behind. Um, but who knows? Maybe why they've been so quiet is because they've been working on stuff, you know, with a, without the and that would be a huge like shock factor. They're like, all right, this is the new PlayStation Now. This is what we're doing. We're bringing our first party exclusives here. The price is going to rival competitors. And they give us like a show in that, you know, we'll make our jaw drop. 
And lately, I feel like that's what Sony's been doing. So who knows? I hope that's the case with the PlayStation now that they have been working on it and they have a lot to show. But what's your take on this, Jerry? Um, Holtz and Duncan are obviously making most of the good points on this. I will say just a couple of things. Um, the $600 PS3, when that launched, is a little bit different than now. Um, people will go spend $600 True. easily compared. Um, most of us, yeah, most of us used to buying these $1,000 phones. Right. And uh, we don't really blink as to where in 2006, 2007, and all of that. You told me I was going to spend that amount of money on a phone or do this. I'd be like, no, no, no. Now we don't really think about it. And I've heard a lot of people say, even if the PS5 was 800 bucks, they're going to sell out. Yes, they are. Um, Just like even if the RTX 3080 was 1,000 or 1,200, guess what? It's going to sell out in hours or minutes of it going live. Uh, Either way, competition is my big thing. So I don't want everybody to offer the exact same thing. I do like seeing differences, and the more Sony and Microsoft compete, the better. The reason we're seeing a 299 Xbox and all this value is because of Sony, Um, because of what happened during our 2013 Xbox One launch. It was horrendous. So you're seeing all that from competition. Sony is not going to go Intel and get complacent and completely screw up like like Intel has with AMD, and they basically went to sleep, and AMD is now just destroying them. Um, nobody's going to build an Intel gaming PC for the next two years. It's just not going to happen until some, some other things happen, but Sony's not going to do that. And they're going to have some cloud gaming, but like Duncan was saying, they don't need a lot of cloud gaming mm-hmm. only a little bit because we're all really plugged into cloud gaming, but there's a lot of people aren't, there's over a billion gamers, uh, worldwide and they're going to buy that hardware. So, um, everybody's going to do fine. I just like seeing all the competition and I'm souped to see what they do on Wednesday. Yeah. Yeah. Again, Duncan, I'm going to mark that down my calendar. I had no idea Sony had something coming up on Wednesday. But, uh, Jerry, to what you were saying, also, when they uh, launched the PlayStation 3 for 600 we we're actually in the recession here in the U.S. So that also, you know, people, <laughs> they're like, I'm not spending $600 when I don't know if, you know, I'm going to have a job or money, you know, to buy anything. Um, so yeah, times are definitely different and yeah, that, you know, might impact or make changes, but cool. So we're going to look at some of y'all's questions on here and, um, I don't know if you guys were looking, if anything catches the eyes, just highlight it and point it out. Um, but this is one that I'm seeing. Do you think xCloud is coming to iOS? Uh, just recently, um, <laughs> Apple, I don't know if you guys heard, but they kind of re- removed some of uh, the restriction with cloud gaming, but Microsoft <laughs> tweeted or said it's still not enough. Um, I forgot what they are allowing now, but still you can tell that they are not in full support of cloud gaming so until that becomes a thing for them. I don't see this happening, but people on the panel, if you want to answer or add more to this, you can as well. Well, at the moment, iOS needs to hurry up and allow more services to come to their platform because I use my um, iPad and it's it's, it's not an old iPad, but it's still going strong. But go in the future when I buy a new tablet, if these cloud services are not on this platform, then I will not be buying an iPad going forward. Right. So, you know, they could sell it. Oh, it comes with a pen. It's got this Retina display. I, the first thing I'll be asking is, does it have cloud support? So, yeah. 
yeah, I, I, I think that's a big thing. Again, if you are a cloud gaming supporter, that's something to consider moving forward, right? Knowing where they stand with cloud gaming. Are you going to get an iPad knowing that you possibly might not be able to play your favorite cloud game platform on there? I know Chief is really eyeing the new Pixel, and he's been an iOS supporter for the longest just because it's like I'm sick of waiting for Apple to make these services and platforms available. So it's going to switch. But, yeah, it's just something to definitely consider for sure. Anyone else want to add to that question? If not, we can move to this pretty simple. Okay, here here's a conspiracy here. What happens if PlayStation Now is uh, launched uh, or talked about at the Apple conference on Tuesday? Would that be would that be some good crack? I've got that. And also, yeah, I, I, I with this latest update, I, I, is Apple just stolen for time? Uh, I'm not sure if people saying that they have actually patented uh, yeah. cloud gaming. Yeah. So that that may be coming to them, and I think this is just a, a stalling exercise until they work or figure out what their actually their plans are. Apple is very strategic, right? They every, everything they do, there's a reason behind it, and so maybe they are stalling because they're working on their own thing, or maybe they are working with Sony. But man, talk about breaking the internet when it comes to video games man if they can drop something saying they've signed an exclusive deal with sony i i hope not because i want to play that on my android devices too but man that would be huge that would be big but just gotta wait and see what that looks like i mean maybe Uh, maybe they want cloud pcs on their tablet devices because they make a killing through internal hard drive space don't mm. the price range between the tablets for internal hard drive and they go well if we have a cloud then they don't need hard drive space so it'll affect our sales of our hardware so maybe that's why they're knocking down at the moment mm. wow one to think about too man the good thing about this podcast man it gets you thinking man cool cool so it's Game Pass with xCloud 15 or 10, it's 15, correct, everyone, right? 15? There's no breakout alone or, no, you got to have the ulti- the the whole $15 the ultimate. thing, yeah. yeah. Same for EA Play and all that that's coming. You'll have to have the, the, f- the full 15, 15 ultimate, ultimate, yeah. But the good thing with this is you are getting not just cloud gaming, but if you own an Xbox, right, you would you should be able to... Just use this on the Xbox, and then they're also going to be bringing the piece. So you get three things in one. And most people forget you used to pay 10 to 15 a month just for gold, just to yeah, access multiplayer. True. So, I so mean, we've true. come a long way from that. That is true. That is true. All right. So I'm looking, and um, let me see here. Any other questions? Also, what are your thoughts on people getting Stadia to run on iOS 14? So I've heard about this, but haven't really tested this. Um, But yeah, I'm hearing that people are able to use, I don't know if if it's the Safari browser, I thought it was a different browser than iOS to run Stadia. But there were some limitations, I forgot what it was. Um, But any of you guys in the panel try this and just what's your take on this? I haven't tried it personally. 
when I saw it, when I saw that was accessing Safari, like Red Dead Redemption, I ran. I ran, loaded my tablet up, and it, it, I was just so disappointed when it didn't run, and I was like, oh. yeah. I want Stadia to be accessible through my yeah. iOS devices. It's one thing I really wanted, and if that does, if more na- native cloud apps come to my iOS device, I wouldn't need the likes of Shadow. So, mm, it, true. Good point. Yeah, Go ahead. I was going to say, remember, this is just a beta, and uh, that is why it's not working 100%, and that's why people don't have access to it. So we've only got a couple more months to wait anyway for when it comes out uh, in full access. So I I haven't actually tried it because I can be bothered uh, getting the beta and all that sort of carry on. I don't want to mess things up. I'm I'm getting uh, more and more worry in my old age. Uh, So that's why I don't want to do that. So it's using Safari to run um, Stadia. I haven't looked into this at all. Yes, it is. and it's, there is some issues with it. I think it's the sound doesn't work with it, if I remember right. Mm. Uh, so it's still it's in beta, so I wouldn't read too much into it. But yeah, it does seem that it could be, uh, be working. And I think this was expected because they're changing uh, Safari this year uh, and the, the Kodaks are changing and they're adding the, adding the ones in. I'm not 100% on this, but uh, as far as I remember, that's what they're, they, that's what they're doing for that one. Good to know. Good to know. Jerry, any, any, have you tried this? Any take on this? No, I saw this, but no, a lot like Duncan, when it comes to messing around with my iOS and beta and stuff, I tend to try not to just jump in and, and mess around with it. But I'm hoping it's something that does actually work when it comes out. And it's not just something that's working now, but when we get the full release, it's just not there or it's all locked out or something. Right. I don't trust Apple right now. <laughs> True. True. So Gandra says, I think a lot of people keep forgetting that Xbox and PlayStation have been at this for 25 years and Stadia is still true. True. It's going to take time. Again, uh, Jade Raymond already confirmed, right? It's going to take five years for us to see like a Breath of the Wild type exclusive for Stadia. So yeah, this stuff takes time. And don't forget, guys, Microsoft really struggled when they first came out all they had going for them for a bit was just halo and xbox and then um eventually they caught up though and you know even still i would say that it wasn't until recently when they started shelling out all these cash i still feel like this generation the ps4 really did a number in them when it comes to just having better games on the platform right and that's why I think they went out and started purchasing all the studio studios. So, yeah, it's definitely going to take time for Stadia to reach um, any of these, you know, companies. Stadia is in a weird position mm-hmm. because not only they're going to get compared to consoles because they're yeah. they play like a console and they get console ports, not PC ports, which we're finding out more and more with comparisons. But they're going to get compared to PCs, even though they're getting console content. And it's just going to make it hard for them bouncing in between all the time. And people are going to be like, Stadia is not keeping up with hardware, you know, stuff coming out for PC. Well, they're not supposed to. They're more console. But then they're going to say, you know, it's just going to take time. And like I said last week, I really wish Stadia would have released in beta for at least a year and just said, here you go. And it would have just been a lot easier. Yeah. Yeah. Don't forget, GeForce Now was in beta for almost like two years before it was official. Right. Um, But yeah, it would have been nice. But people can't say Project Stream was a beta, but that only lasted a month or two, right? So, uh, 
better than Shadow. I would say Shadow has an advantage for sure um, because they're more known. And I feel like it's easier to set up. But I feel like right now, based on where things are with both companies, uh, maximum settings is if you want the high tiers available as to where you can't get that with Shadow right now. So as of right now, I would say because Shadow is delayed pretty much into 2021, maximum is not a bad option. But they both have the pros and cons, I guess is is what I have to say about that. And if you work out the, the yeah, if you work out the math on that too, that's a big one for people. So the pay per hour or the the fifteen yeah, a month unlimited or whatever the different tiers. Um, if you're gonna use the PC for eighty hours or less a month, usually that tends to be okay for maximum settings. When you add up the amount of storage, if you were able to buy the same amount of storage on Shadow, what it would cost you is about eighty hours of gaming a month to make it equal out. Um, if you're someone that's going to be eight, 10 hours a day, you need to work on that PC. You need to edit. You need to be on there a lot. Something like maximum settings per hour, unless you just don't care about the money at all, is just not the way to go. It's a perfect service for just gaming and doing it in shorter spurts. And and if it's less than 80 hours uh, a month, you're probably at the best value there. But Shadow still offers things that other people just don't. It's a shame they don't have storage. True. There you go. There you go. So have you tried to make a video about GeForce Now competitive settings, the 120 comparison versus 60, 120? I don't think so. It's Jerry, very difficult. Yeah, I've toyed with this. I'm actually, I've got a couple of new cameras. Uh, I'm trying to get, it's very difficult to show people. So I'm trying to set up to do some slow motion capture of my gaming monitors so that I can kind of show you what that 60 and 120, or if I'm running something at 144 or 165 and what that is at 60. As soon as I get that figured out, I'll get some videos out on it. I've seen some cool comparisons on YouTube and some guys have gotten some really good videos showing this. So hopefully I'll be able to do it. But uh, when you're, also, when you show it, you'll be able to show the smoothness in your video, but you can just never explain to somebody until they sit down and play. I mean, I don't know how many friends have come to my house. I've sat them down at my gaming PC to play Call of Duty or Rogue Company or something, and they're like, dude, you have to build me a PC. I'm not going back to my console, like in- immediately within minutes. Yeah. So they just they feel that high refresh rate on my screen, and it just makes a huge difference for them. So, um, But hopefully, I don't know if you guys will get to do it, but I'm definitely working on trying to bring some some of those kind of videos to the channel for sure. Yeah, we haven't really looked into it. So, yeah, Jerry, when you make that, man, we'll love to see it for sure. Um, Project Stream started in October to G. Yeah, that's about right. So two, uh, I'm not good with math. Four months? Four? Three? Four months? Yeah, three, four months. It just wasn't enough. Yeah. All right, fellas, I think that is it for the show, but appreciate you guys. Um, yeah, just want to give a shout-out to the members of this panel. It's always good just discussing cloud gaming, but just want to give them a chance to let you guys know where you can find them. So, Duncan, uh, where can they find you? In the dark reaches of Twitter at one to escape and also at Cloudy with Games. So if you want to check me out there. Cool, cool. Jerry, where can they find you, sir? Yeah, guys, same thing everywhere. Game Tech Planet. Search it on YouTube, Discord, Twitter, or Facebook, and you're going to find me. So far, I'm the only one. So I should <laughs> pop up for you just fine. Cool, cool. Holt, where can they find you? Holt86 on Twitter, and tomorrow you can catch me on Game Man's 3535 podcast, where we, we're all having a joke about games and stuff. Nice, nice. Awesome. And we're here. 
All right, fellas, appreciate you guys. This was a lot of fun. It's good to definitely just be back here talking to you guys. So next Saturday, same time, we will continue. All right, appreciate you guys. We'll catch you guys in the next one. Till next time, peace out. Peace out.